Welcome to this Perceptive Readers Podcast. Hi, I'm James Lynch. It's not my place. What can I do anyway? Hi, I'm James and welcome to this Pop Books Update Moment. Here it is over the past few days. I've been very busy, you know, with maintenance things well with the website uh, because of work that I want to have completed, you know, before November comes in. And since I've come to the hump, so to speak, more than the hump of almost finishing the, the major maintenance that I wanted to get uh, done at least so that I can really get into, you know, my writing season season started next month. I wanted to share uh, a bit of encouragement um, for you. You know, encourage means to uh, impart or maybe take the courage that you have, you know, even in yourself and impart it into someone else. You see, you share it with someone else and you can help bolster them up. Now, if both of you are still feeling pretty good and courageous, just imagine with the conversation going back and forth, how you get that much more stronger, that much more powerful, if you will. Now, with that said, uh, I opened with, uh, you know, it's not my place. What can I do anyway? What does it normally mean? Or why would a person say, it's not my place? You know, sometimes persons use the expression that is not within my pay grade, you see, or my the pay grade is higher than, you know, and I, I know you understand that is higher than mine. So, I, you know, that's not my responsibility. That's all they're basically saying. Now, just because something is not your responsibility, it doesn't mean that you don't have the capability to do it. Now, does it? So keep that in mind. You're showing respect, you see, uh, for whatever the administration position may be uh, in the workplace and in other areas of life. So, you know, OK, uh, uh, if you see something going on wrong here or there or what have you, you know, uh, what can you do about it at times? Well, uh, granted, there's something called the open door policy. Uh, that some companies uh, have had over the years. And there is also uh, a kind of joke that goes with that, you know, where some persons have said, yeah, it says open door on <laughs> on paper, but when you use it, next thing you know, you get the door because you get fired in the next, you know, within the same <laughs> week or so for some reason. But anyway, that's just a side th- thought or on that because I know that's why persons at times don't like to speak up uh, in their experience and things that they've seen. It's like every time they try to speak up for something uh, that needs to be spoken up to, it seems like uh, that old uh, saying, no good deed goes unpunished, seems to come upon them. You know, so that's a side thought as well. But still getting back into, you know, what can you do at times? Okay, that's if you want to address something. Granted, you may not have a, a open door policy or what have you um, at a company or what have you uh, to express your grievance. Or uh, maybe you have already related it to a supervisor or somebody of that nature. 
Well, you know, one thing that you can still always do, and that's why I encourage, you know, quite a bit uh, about writing, you see, um, writing letters. Is there going to be anything uh, that would keep you from writing your specific grievance down and literally, you know, either dropping it off at the HR desk or, you know, sending it through the mail. See, by doing that, it's going to get to the person. And just imagine if other persons are also feeling the same way about the situation. It's almost like you can see you can have the same effect of almost like a unified, you see, uh, uh, coming together on the subject matter without even taking too much time out your day to get things, you know, so organized, uh, you know, for this or that, which again, that is your choice. But I'm just still relating to you that like in a workplace environment, uh, if you don't have an open door policy or access to this or that, write your specific, you know, grievance down. Uh, I always, again, start off in the beginning with the respectful salutations, you see, uh, right in the first line or first sentence, and then still within the first paragraph, you make sure you start off saying, I am writing to make you aware of this, or I am writing to let you know what this situation is that is affecting myself and others in this way or what have you. And so uh, by doing that, and as I said, again, either dropping it off at the HR desk or if you send it through the mail or what have you, whichever way you have to do it and just imagine if other persons do it, then these persons uh, who do have, you know, the responsibility to take care of this or that will have it on record, you see. And remember, when things are written on paper or typed on paper or what have you, uh, or email, you see, but I'm, I'm just mentioning a letter right now because you get to see the post date and the stamp and everything, uh, to, you know, as further verification, so to speak, uh, that this is yours. It came from you and that also that they received it. So you can also send things by certified mail. Then it goes beyond a doubt of, Hey, you wrote this or you can say, I wrote this. I sent it this way. It is also certified. So I know it was received. And then, uh, you know, telling what may happen in the future, you see, whether uh, uh, the person would write you back or somehow um, uh, address it in another way, the administration or what have you. But again, you did your part. Now, if something needs to be done on another level in the future, you at least started the process in what we would even call what keeps civilization, you know, civilized and running. Uh, there is a, a process of things when you are dealing with civilized administration. And that's what I really want to uh, emphasize here that granted, you know, I know here lately be, there are some things that 
And you're justifiably so, you know, just no one is going to make light of the way any person is feeling during this time when they're, you know, actually seeing what is happening in different situations where it's like, no, that this is not fair or this is not just. However, all the same, you can still always, you know, uh, address matters that will show you're a thinking person as well. And you also still have the ability to see the difference between what is fair and what is not, you see. And you're just uh, trying to resolve it in a more, you know, as peaceful as you can. But that is one way I wanted to share with you today that, hey, you do matter. Let me say this again. You do have dignity. And let me make a joke on this. See, even the people who don't like us or who are getting on our nerves at the time, they have dignity too. So if you still keep that in mind, <laughs> oh my goodness, um, it'll help you even when you have to address them in a letter or what have you. So uh, this was James Lynch. Thanks for sharing this Pop Books update moment with me. And I look forward to uh, writing some more things and sharing more podcasts again, too. And, you know, the near future. You take good care of yourself and have a wonderful, wonderful day. You have just listened to the Perceptive Readers podcast. Remember, until next time, if you read something that encourages you to improve or enhance your life for the better, it becomes your reality.